I'm Erin Lawler-Patterson, the goodness chick. I'm an addictions counselor, motivational speaker, author, and parent coach. Join me on the journey of navigating the joys and pitfalls of life, addressing parenting, giving back, mental health, addiction, and relationships. If it takes a village, then join me as one of those villagers. Villagers wanted. I hope you're ready to get your 2018 on. Um, whether you ended 2017 and you were ready to super smash it with a hammer or you're kind of reluctant because 2017 was, uh, was a great year, regardless, we're, we're starting a new chapter. We're in January, and I know it's so easy for us to kind of just have all these resolutions that are just kind of lofty and, and out there. But I'm going to throw five things at you that I'm going to tell you if you hop on this train and it's something you really kind of, whether you put it on post-it notes, you put it in your phone, um, whatever you have to do, you write it in the sand. Uh, I will tell you this will assist in rocking out in you having a more authentic, fulfilling, and just positive 2018. And, and, and hopefully this will kind of become a lifestyle. So these are just five things I threw together. It didn't throw 10, did five. We're going to rock out. My first one that I am going to throw at you is get your phone out of your pocket and throw it in a socket. All right. So here's the deal. We are so, and, and I am guilty of this as well, um, prone to having our phones on us 24-7, whether it's in our pockets, you know, and, and our, our pocketbooks are on, on the table uh, during meal times. If you want to have a, a more authentic and connected year, I'm going to just throw at you, become more aware of how much time are you really spending on your phone. It's scrolling, it's doing, it's, it's it absolutely kicks up anxiety. Um, and this is something I'm really trying to become more conscientious of if I ha as I have a soon-to-be three-year-old, and I know he watches what I'm doing. He watches, you know, what his dad's doing. Um, and for us not to be constantly on our phones, um, you know, we, we don't need them. And so it's trying to spend more time with it plugged into the socket and out of our pocket. And I'll tell you, um, that is one huge stinking step in this year being a rocking year more connected with human being year. Second one, self-care. Uh, at least once doing something for yourself that's you-ish during the week. Um, whether that's, you know, um, having a weekly phone call with a friend, it's doing a bubble bath if you can slide in 7.8 minutes, it's, um, you know, having a diffuser going with different oils that kind of to calm you down a little bit. It's finding you time, going for a bike ride. Um, I know right now it's literally like eight degrees, um, so I'm not frolicking on my bike, but doing little things. Um, that promotes you feeling like you're, you're de-stressing, but also I do believe when we make ourselves a priority, and I've said this before, we value ourselves more. We really gain stock with our loved ones because what they realize is that when you love yourself, they aren't the center of the universe. And you're also providing a super great, awesome, powerful example for self-care because it's something that so many people stink at and are lacking at. And I don't know where this stems from, but you know whether it's a teenager or it's an adult, there's this, I don't have time for myself. Well, as, as adults, we need to set the example for, yeah, you do, man. You got to make it a part of your um, your lifestyle where it's finding ways to de-stress because we have a very tightly strong, um, very intense, on-the-go kind of mentality with a lot of us, and it's not healthy. So self-care is my number two. I'm moving on to my number three, and that is giving back, baby. And, and again, um, it is going 
beyond you this year. Now, whether that's jumping on a shift at your local soup kitchen or spending a Saturday morning um, with your family, we're not going anywhere, we're putting on some super fun music, and we're going to go through our stuff. Um, Clothes, shoes, blankets, stuff that you really don't use, or maybe you don't even want. Um, I could tell you if you take an hour, uh, you'll be surprised at the things that you're like, I I haven't used this, I've never worn this, Um, or I just, you know, I'm not into this anymore. Um, There's somebody out there that can benefit from it, that will find use for it. And this is such a powerful message uh, that we send not only ourselves, but our family members. Because if we want a less saturated kid, less saturated sibling, spouse, or us, we need to do things that are less saturated in us. So if you give of yourself, you allow it to become a lifestyle, I promise you, it will rock your world. All right, so that's number three. Number four, see I'm moving along, boom, moving out here, is eating together. There is power in community, communication, and compassion. All three things that we can super bulk up on with this upcoming year. As as often as you can, sit around the table with your loved ones, with your kids, with your spouse, with your with your siblings, whoever it is, because we need to reconnect. All of us need this. And if you your kids, your spouse, uh, are spending more time with meals behind a closed door, there's something wrong with that. That needs to be adjusted. Or even if it's eating on the go in the car, I know we're crazy trained. But if that is more frequent than sitting together, something needs to be realigned. Because one of the most, the strongest tools we can use is sitting together, eating together, dialoguing, and if they're not accustomed to it, they're going to be a little resistant, but just roll with it. And family time has to take precedent over the TV, over schedules, um, because when we make mealtime a part of our life, instead of it as just kind of being an addition to things, it strengthens bonds and it realigns priorities. And I will tell you from the bottom of my heart if this is something that you work on because all of us need community. All of us need that tie where we take time to just take a deep breath, reflect, and just be together. That is so, so important. And this really leads into my last one. Number five, I told you this be quick, but this is a big one, is gratitude. Um, I do believe that there is crazy benefit to being grateful. And I'm going to throw this into with what I just talked about you with mealtime. I do believe in giving thanks before every meal. Now you could think I'm crazy, uh, roll your eyes, that's okay. Um, you know, this is how, how I feel very strongly about I believe we are very blessed um, and, and, and crazy train blessed with that we often take the hands that make our meal, God who provided the food for our actual, the food we're eating for granted. Um, Dude, we need to slow down. We are so crazy. Um, I will tell you that even if you take the time for one meal out of the day to, to just take a deep breath, uh, you know, you can close your eyes, not close your eyes, and just give thanks, I promise you your heart will be changed. We take so much stuff for granted. It's insane. No matter what you believe in. How grateful, is what I'm asking you, are you for what you have in your life? Seriously, if you really think about that, we take so many things for granted. It, it, it makes my heart sad. Um, I'm going to give you a story here. A number of years ago, I spent some time in Haiti, um, not too far out of Port-au-Prince with uh, my youngest daughter volunteering at a, at a clinic in, in Haiti. 
And I remember when I tell you, man, this sucker rocked my world. Um, just watching young children, like six or seven years old, you know, starting all the way, you know, they're, they're down in the center of the city carrying these large bottles of water uphill to wherever they lived um, because there was no fresh water. Uh, going, returning to a home that was nothing more than a shanty that was probably like just, I mean, it was tarps and brush or, or you know, concrete blocks um, kind of put together from after the earthquake. I mean, just, they called it home and, and, and you know, we would be, what, oh my gosh, what is this? Um, a few of our days we had spent um, helping out at a, um, like a vacation Bible school. Um, we were kind of in charge of some of the, you know, the, the games with the kids. And, um, you know, what I, I just think of this man so distinctly. One, one of these days we were, we were taking a, a break outside. We're sitting on a bench and um, all on dirt. And we're sitting there, Taylor and I are sitting there eating our bag lunches that, um, that these lunches were prepped for workers. And there was a sandwich that had some kind of like funky cheese in it with two slices of bread, um, an apple and some chips. My stomach was a little off, and I remember, like, I think back now, like, without hesitation, I started putting the, um, what I didn't want or what I didn't eat, kind of just stuffing it back in the, in the, um, paper bag with the intention of really tossing it in the trash. But at the, in the corner of my eye, I remember, um, seeing, I, there were like four or five kids sitting within a few feet of us, and their eyes, man, they were fixated on those bags. And I remember feeling like, holy cow, like... <laughs> What am I doing? And I, I, I felt so uncomfortable giving them, I mean, were, were essentially my scraps, but you would have thought I gave them gold. And I later asked later in that day, uh, a friend of mine about the encounter that I had. And she informed me, she said, you know, Aaron, um, today, you know, where they received a lunch uh, at, at, at the vacation Bible school was really probably the only meal that they've had to, and will have for the rest of the day. Uh, the poverty there in so many areas of the world is raw. Um, hunger, man, I think of so many people that go to bed hungry every night and it's gutting. And every single day um, there's hurt and, and there's a lack of. Uh, here, all over the world, United States, and when I tell you, when we take five seconds, 12 seconds out of our day before we eat something, that we should be extremely grateful for um, individually or as a family, I will tell you, regardless of what you believe, it will change your heart. It will change your outlook on, on the basic, simple things that so often we take for granted. Allow gratitude to change your attitude and to change your life. So I hope these five things that, that we went over, um, you'll take some time to kind of, you know, roll through your mind and I will tell you from the bottom of my heart, if you allow these five things to be incorporated into your new year, by 12 months from now, I promise it will change you. I promise. I say this emphatically. It will rock your world. Rock it out, man. Peace, love, and goodness. If you enjoyed today's show, I encourage you to subscribe to Goodness Chicks Podcast and pass it along to your friends. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and have a great day.